0: We're talking real money. It's really important stuff, which is why we talk about your life and your money here on this show. I'm Don McDonald. Tom remains on vacation, although he is wrapping up his vacation. I think he's coming home today. And so we're going to spend today, we're going to spend a couple of hours doing something critical. Making money and particularly the process, particularly the process of investing. More understandable, saner, cutting through the garbage. And you can call and we'll talk about your particular financial situation, whether it's how to get the income you need in retirement or where you're investing now versus where you probably should be, something somebody's pitching you, uh, almost anything, job issues, 401ks. All you have to do is give us a call at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. It's free. It's really, really easy. You can call during the show when we're live, which is noon to 2 Pacific, 3 to 5 Eastern, or you can call 24 hours a day and leave your question. So either way, it works. But if you do call the show live, we usually give you a little something for calling in. A little encouragement. A little education. Oftentimes, it's a book. But for the first time ever, what we're going to give you today, if you call in and you're in the Seattle area, or you're coming to the Seattle area, we're going to give you a ticket to Retire Me 2020 Putting your future in focus. Getting your future in focus. Uh, We've finally gotten it up on the web. Or a little early, actually. We mean finally. It's up early. Uh, Retire Me 2020 is in February of 2020. And uh, we'll give you a free ticket, which we've never, ever, ever done before. Because it always sells out. But we're going to do that for the callers for a little while. So give us a call. 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. And we've already got a call on the line to start the show. John, welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, how you doing today? Good, John. What can I do for you, sir? Well, my wife and I are both
1: 60 and uh, planning to retire hopefully at 62. Okay. So looking at my Social Security printout from social, at socialsecurity.gov, yep. it says that If I retire at 62, I'll get Mm $2,100. But if I wait until age 70, I'll get $3,800 a month. Yep. So I heard just once on a podcast, and I've never heard it again, that that higher number, the 3,800, is calculated if I continue to work at the pace I am
0: until 70. It so. is, ca- it is you're, you're correct. Actually, it's it's calculated at the, and I believe it's 128,000 annually. Uh, but But, that being said, it will still, your return, your check at 70 will still be substantially higher, even if you make less money during that period, because what they do is they count... The the 40 highest earning quarters, Um, and if you call them, they can they can do a better calculation based on going on on what you're going to make going forward. You will still make dramatically more money by waiting until 70 if you can afford to live without that social security check.
1: Okay, and yeah, we can, and that's you know we'll have to dip under our 401ks.
0: Uh, which I think is but, better than that I think it's better to do that and wait. You're going to dip into them eventually anyway. But that 8% per year roughly that you get it as an increase in your in your earnings is 100% safe.
1: But isn't an 8% on the number if I retire at 62 and I stop making any more money at 62 is is that the the $2100 If you have the 40,
0: if you, again, they're using that $128,000 assumption as a caveat, just a CYA for them. But they're looking, they're going to, if you've been making a lot of money for 10 years or more, then you're going to be at that top rate. Oh, I got it.
1: Okay. Uh, Okay.
0: so if you've been if you've I've been, been,
1: making, if you've been a high, whatever their number is that year, which
0: right, which was a, it's currently 128. It could go higher in the future. We they're they're doing what everybody does. They're kind of hedging their bets about the future because it's unknowable. We don't know what Congress might do. But if you have a whole slew of really high earnings quarters, you're still going to be at that 38 approximately when you get there.
1: Okay. Oh, that's good to know.
0: Yeah, and I, I mean.
1: I figured it's about an 80, I have, it's the break even's about age 83. Uh, so if yeah, I wait yeah, till age 70, that's
0: right. Take. Yeah. Okay. And the, the well, fact of the matter is if if you've made it to 60 years old your odds of making it to 83 are extraordinary. They're really high. So it's all we're all playing the odds. We're all playing a game with the future because we don't know it, but we believe that it is a good bet. Not 100%, but darn good. 855-935 talk is the number. Love to talk with you. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you know what your investment risk tolerance is? Take our free no-obligation risk quiz at TalkingRealMoney.com.
2: For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
0: Because it's really darned important. Hello, I'm Don McDonald. We are here to talk money and life and jobs and spending and saving and investing and uh, income and retirement and oh gosh all kinds of stuff 855-935-TALK is our telephone number that's 855-935-8255 so uh, stop by give me a call we'll get you a free ticket to retire meet coming up in February and uh, also get you some help with money issues of almost every kind today I every Saturday if his if his column is there I read The Intelligent Investor by Jason Zweig. And as you're probably aware, Tom and I think very highly of his writing most of the time. But apparently he's running out of stuff to write about. Although he could have I don't know. I don't know how I, I Here's what here's what I'm talking about. Everybody is writing lately about alternatives to stocks. It's all the rage because stocks have had such a long run. So Jason today decided to write about commodities and how they might fit into a portfolio. But you see, I have a basic issue with commodities just in general. And I'll get to that in a minute. Tell you what he says. He says you need more than a little patience. No kidding, you need more than a little patience. I looked at the Fidelity, which one was it? I want to make sure I have the right one because I looked at a number of funds. And the Fidelity Global Commodity Fund that has many years under its belt. So it's got a 10-year track record. And over the past 10 years, its average annual return has been negative 0.07%. In other words, if you put $10,000 into the fund 10 years ago, you have about $10,000, $9,900 and some odd dollars today. Terrible investment the argument that mr zweig makes is that well they've had their days and they have had some brief days in the 2000s commodities had a nice run they really did while the s&p 500 did pathetically so it would have been a nice hedge at that point but that would have required that you be somewhat predictive in your skill set because for the next 10 years, it did really badly. So they're saying the argument is, well, you want some of them in your portfolio. And here's my issue with having commodities in a portfolio. couple of things. One. The fees and costs to own them can be incredibly high. And you're usually not owning the commodities, but you're owning contracts. And you have to play the contracts. A lot of trading costs. The fees and expenses can be ridiculous. I mean, that Fidelity fund has fees of 1% per year to the investor, and plus all their internal expenses. The other thing about commodities, and this is the bigger point, I think, Commodities should not be expected to post positive returns after inflation. They should only be expected to return, on average, return something in line with inflation. Because think about it. You have a bushel of wheat. You have a barrel of oil. What determines the value of that wheat or oil it's purely supply and demand you have a single stock in a company what determines its value in large part minute to minute it's supply and demand but long term that company that stock company underlying that stock has an advantage over the bushel of wheat it can actually in and of itself without anybody agreeing make itself more valuable on a book value basis it can make its assets more valuable it can generate income and dividends which make it valuable oil doesn't generate anything except the immediate return you get when you between what you pay for it and what you sell it to someone for you've never seen a barrel of oil get bigger You've never seen a bushel of wheat get larger. As a matter of fact, that bushel of wheat or that barrel of oil are actually depreciating assets. You can't leave a bushel of wheat lying around for 20 years and expect it'll be usable. There are too many issues with commodities. It is too complicated. And I just, I, I, we've seen all kinds of reports and studies that show that it does add some balance to a portfolio. But I have an issue with the cost. 855-935-TALK. So I think Jason's wrong. 855-935-8255. And we have another John waiting. John, welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, hey, John. Oh, you got to turn your radio down. Hello.
1: <laughs> oh, hello. Um, yeah, I had a question about um, regarding buying an investment for my children as a long-term investment. And I looked at maybe the S&P 500 or the total market as compared to say Berkshire Hathaway and I wondered what your opinion might be for a decent long-term investment
0: how old are the children about
1: 25
0: and this would be money that 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 you would uh, encourage them to leave alone until retirement yes yeah are you gonna fund a, a Roth IRA or something they have earned income I assume right yes um, I would consider if they don't fund their own Roth IRA, first off, fund a Roth IRA for both of them with the, with the full six grand. And my first choice for that long haul would be the Vanguard Total World Stock Index, the VTWAX, because Berkshire Hathaway is a very limited portfolio. It's only a few companies. The VTWAX is 8,000 companies around the world. You have massive diversification. Right. The companies in Berkshire Hathaway can stumble and fall, and that takes a substantial chunk of the portfolio with it. If you have one or two companies in an 8,000-plus 8, 8, stock portfolio go down, it you don't even notice. Right. Plus, okay. it's posted great numbers, and its fees are ridiculously low. Okay.
3: Yeah. I thought, well, that's
1: good for a Roth, but I thought if it's uh, in an investment uh, taxable account, then maybe... Be
0: be the same story. It would be the same story because VTWAX does not distribute a lot of realized capital gains. They hold most of their gains for a very long time. They do distribute them once in a while, but I'm going to assume that your kids are probably not in a particularly high tax bracket, so those few gains, they can afford to pay taxes on them for the overall growth that these portfolios, that portfolios, has given.
2: Tom and Don are talking real
0: money. Download the advisor interview form and find out if your advisors is a fiduciary at talkingrealmoney.com
2: your guides to a really great financial future Tom and Don are talking real money
0: and just as an example for those of you who might be concerned about the tax situation one I'm not a big believer in letting taxes determine your investments it's you know the tail wagging the dog yeah if you're in a really high bracket you might want to consider tax advantaged or tax managed funds but in the case of a fund like vanguard that is a low turn up, the vanguard total world stock index a fund that is a low turnover fund their turnover is hold on just had it up here oh, their turnover i was just went to another page their turnover is nine percent of the portfolio per year that is tiny and in 2019, the Vanguard Total World Stock Index Fund has distributed—get this—so far. You now they'll probably have another distribution, so probably bring it total to—it's uh, like 44 cents so far this year. So probably, I wouldn't expect any more than 65 cents for the whole year, and that is all from dividends. And uh, you know, it's pretty small. It's a—it's—it's it's a couple of percent on a $27 per share mutual fund. So it's a, it's it's nothing. You you're going to pay 15%, 20%, 25% of that 65 cents a share, but it's not much. 855-935 talk is our phone number 855-935-8255. Diversification is a great thing, but you really have to make sure you're getting your diversification inexpensively, and that's why we suggest this fund, uh, this Total World Stock Index Fund, for, for most people. Now, if you're going to build a more complex portfolio, we can we can give you a list of all kinds of funds to add in things that we think a portfolio needs for that little added tweak, potential to returns just from historic numbers and a little bit of non-correlation so that things don't move exactly in lockstep and we're not going to use commodities unless unless we can find a way to use them really inexpensively and boy it would have to be just a tiny amount by the way in our portfolios we use a little bit of real estate to accomplish that same thing it's very similar very similar But we don't do it through individual properties. We do it through a portfolio of REITs, a mutual fund that owns real estate investment trusts. So it's like owning most of the commercial real estate in the country. But our portfolio, if we were going to do one that was really sophisticated, we'd get you a portfolio that included large company stocks with an emphasis on value, Extra small company stocks, more than you would normally get in an index-type product like the Stock Index Fund. More small company and more small company value. We'd overemphasize that. We would emphasize international in almost exactly the proportion that it is to the global economy, which is 48% or so although a part of that is emerging markets we would have those and a lot of portfolios don't have much in the way of emerging market stocks again because they don't move in lockstep higher risk higher return just a fraction of the portfolio a small amount and we would also own some microcaps which are really hard to get because They're so lightly traded, most mutual funds won't touch them because it adds too high a degree of volatility to the fund. That's why we use dimensional funds for those, because dimensional funds is able to do something that Vanguard and Fidelity and all the others aren't able to do, and that is restrict access they do not make their funds available to the general public so therefore they are it is much more difficult to use those in trading strategies to buy and sell them day to day and that uh, that inability to do that helps keep the net asset value more stable over time so hope that explains that. 855 maybe over explains that. 855 935 talk is the number. If you call, you get a ticket to Retire Meet coming up in February. And uh, you can also get your tickets to Retire Meet right now at retiremeet.com. Check out the uh, the all-new Retire Meet coming up in February, Retire Meet 2020.
2: Tom and Don are talking real money.
0: It may not be the sexiest website in the world, but it's your one-stop shop for real money information, TalkingRealMoney.com.
2: Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money.
0: 855-935-8255. That is a very important phone number because it brings you to us, to uh, Tom and me. Well, we answer your questions, although it's me today because Tom's wrapping up his Mexican vacation. He sent me a text saying I could play Mexican music. No, I'm good. Thank you, though. Thanks for offering. 855-935-8255. Actually, you know, I will. I, I probably should just play some Mr. Rogers music, given the movie. It's a beautiful. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to do that to you. Did go to see it yesterday, though. My wife dragged me to the theater to see it. Okay, I really liked it. It was good. It was really good. She tells me it's her favorite movie ever. It was her favorite movie ever. She's telling friends. You want to go see it? I'll go see it again with you. I don't see movies more than once. It's, just don't believe in it. But it was a very, very well-made film. It was a good movie. Good story. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call, and Mary's next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi. Hi, Mary.
3: Hello. Hi there. Hello. What's up? Okay. Okay, I was listening to your show two Saturdays ago while I was on my way to visit, uh, quote, air quote, investment advisor at uh, at Chase. Okay? Oh,
0: Chase. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I know all about them. Yeah, yeah,
3: now the two comments that you left me of this, because I didn't want to be late for my appointment, was was the whole segment you had against run, run away from annuities, and Uh also you mentioned RBC Capital, which was one of my go-to for interviews. Um, Uh Uh-huh. So I just want to get an understanding of, uh, are there any annuity products out there that you would consider a worthwhile investment, or all, are they all just sort of, no, you know? No, no, no.
0: I can't paint them all with the same big, broad brush, but I can paint most of those that are sold by the financial services industry with that brush. The only okay. kind of annuity I would ever consider, Mary, would mm-hmm. be one that you use when you're retired to generate a guaranteed income for the rest of your life it is called an immediate annuity okay i would not ever use a variable annuity i think they're inherently bad i think indexed annuities or equity indexed annuities or uh, whatever else they call them fixed indexed annuities i think those are deplorable particularly again well, they're all sold by by salespeople now. because They, have, got, they get these big ten percent commissions out of these things, or eight percent commissions, and and they don't give you the kind of return that they promise you. They 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 allude to the returns of the market with none of the risk, and that's just utter BS.
3: Okay, that's exactly how it's being sold to me. Was that you'll know, because I am looking for something? I am a risk averse, and I'm just looking right. to um, you know to sort of make sure. I...
0: Uh, well you know, some, let me let me tell you the reality like, the reality of those indexed annuity products which is i'm sure what the guy at chase is pitching because they they are the hot product today because one it's it's a pitch that sounds perfect i mean they're pitch perfect but two because the commissions paid out are gigantic they they get somebody to put a hundred thousand dollars into one of those and the gross commission can be between seven thousand and ten thousand dollars Mm, okay that's a lot alexis because
3: i did ask him what what kind of commission he would
0: get oh, oh wait let me let me let me guess what he said let me guess what he said i know what he said because i've been to these pitches he okay. said there's no commission the company pays me yeah
3: and
0: then it's a flat fee that's in, yeah. Hmm. yeah it's such a lie who who pays every commission on every product ever known Boy, to mankind yeah. Yeah, yeah, it uh, down, yeah. You pay it. And the way you pay it, and it's really, did they give you a, a policy statement with a lot of information? Because all you have to do, go to the section of that that says surrender charges. Okay. And in that surrender charge section, I'm going to put on my little psychic cap again. I would be willing to bet the first year surrender charge is approximately 10%. Yeah, yeah, and then it says there's a
3: seven-year...
0: Right. Now, do you know why they have a 10% surrender charge? Uh, no. In case you take your money out early yeah. because they paid a commission of that amount to the agent and they want to meet, be, the insurance company wants to be made whole. So you're paying it. And the average annual return, and you can look this up online, the average annual return for indexed annuities over the past decade has been in the range to three, between three and 5% per year. And five is rare because of the way they're structured. There's a participation rate, and then there's a cap. And there are all kinds of ifs, ands, and buts that these mathematical wizards have tossed together into a big machine so that they know that no matter what happens, they make out, they make money, and you make very little. I mean, you don't make much more than you would on a fixed annuity, but the agent gets much richer. I'd avoid it like the play. Tom and Don are talking real money. Just about everything you need to know about money can be found at our website, TalkingRealMoney.com
2: your real life and real future tom and don are talking real money
0: these indexed annuity products are a creation they're the frankenstein monster of the insurance industry and they are perfectly designed to take advantage of you but the people who sell them every one of you should know better you you either i'm telling you if you don't know what you're doing with these products uh, if you really think you're doing your client a service with one of these, then you are one of two things. You are either dumb as a stump or delusional. You have been you have bought the company line because they are not good for the client. They are misleading. They yeah, sure the client might make money, although there have been a couple of insurance companies that use indexes. They say an index. They don't always tell you what index. And so some of these companies have been using indexes that have posted historical returns of 0 per year. So they don't have to pay you anything. And they get your money. Ah, oh, the pitch is great. I give them credit for that. But I don't I don't agree that It's all the client's fault. If they're dumb enough to fall for this thing, well, what can I do? I'm just trying to make a living. I'm just a capitalist trying to take care of me and my family. You are despicable. You are. Stop selling these things to people. Stop it. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. If you consider yourself an honest, upstanding human being and you sell index annuities to your clients and you say something like, well, there's no commission. The insurance company pays me. You are a horrible human being. Face it. I'm no Mr. Rogers. 855-935-TALK is our number. Art, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hello. Hey, Art, what's up? Uh, so I have
1: a required minimum distribution, and I'm trying to figure out which is the best way to take it. I can either uh, take it and send it. I don't need the money. So I right. can either take it and send it
0: directly to charities, or right. I can t- uh, take it and then put it in a Vanguard Charitable. And I'm... Wondering if there's one way that's better than the other. No. <laughs> I'm thinking about it for a minute going, let's see. I can't. The charity's, charity's going to make out.
2: Well,
3: because... You've
1: got to pay if taxes. I take it and, You're going to get a
0: it, deduction.
3: Yeah, no. Because if I take it, then it
1: goes on my income, but then I get a deduction because i give it to vanguard charitable is that any better than right just yeah. having it come off the top of nope. my income and go directly to charity nope no
0: i, I can't didn't... think of a single advantage in doing that the nice thing about these uh these charitable trusts is the fact that you can put money into them uh and and then designate charities from it but if you're just sending it to one charity and you're doing it when you do your rmd
1: well, I I did it the, to three different charities. Okay,
0: but, well three charities, yeah. but you cut out the middleman. Yeah. And there is a fee for the middleman. So, yeah, no, I think it's fine.
1: Well, of course, I just Vanguard Charitable, the fee is minimal. Oh.
0: Oh, I know, I know, I know. I'm yeah. I, but I'm I, I cannot and again, I nothing is coming to mind. Uh, I'll do some more research, but I don't think there's any other advantage that com- I can't think of anything. If I'm wrong, okay. I'm sure someone will correct me, but I think you're fine just giving it to the charities. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Art. Appreciate the call. 855-935-8255. That spells talk. Give me a call. Get a ticket to Retire Meet. It is the biggest retirement event of the year, and it takes place every February. This is our sixth annual Retire Meet. We've got a little bit new format, so it's not as long. Oh, oh, oh. It was pretty long before. Uh, So we'll have two sessions. We'll have a morning and afternoon session. Move it along. But still the same great information. Great speakers, great information, lots of fun, wonderful group of people. And, Jim, you are next. Welcome to Talking Real Money.
1: Hi. I heard an advertisement um, a while back. I think it's pure hooey. Um, This company said if if you invest with us and the market is positive, you make double-digit uh, income, and if
0: the, yeah. market, if the market tanks, you lose no
3: money.
0: That's an indexed that annuity. Pl- okay. That's an indexed annuity. Okay, let me explain. You will not make double-digit returns when the market goes up. The, you, you can make double-digit returns if the market goes up. Let's say, for example, the market goes up 20%. In a particular indexed annuity that has a participation rate of seven percent, of seventy percent, I should say. When the market goes up twenty percent, you get one point. You get fourteen percent. You get seventy percent, or seventy percent of that return. So you would get fourteen percent. If the market goes down the next year, you won't lose anything. Oh. It's called an indexed annuity, but bear in mind that in years, the market doesn't make double-digit returns very often. Right. In years when the market makes 3%, you get 2 for example. Mm-hmm. So the averages for these products, the averages over the past decade, have, again, as I said, they've been in the 3 to 5% per year range. Yes, they're less risky than the stock market, of course, but you're making less money. And the people selling them make out like bandits. You can accomplish something very similar at lower costs without big surrender charges by just giving, put, putting your money into a portfolio that's a mixture of stocks and high-quality government bonds. Because the bonds won't go to zero. They can't. They can't. And in the years when the stock market does well, you get the full return of the stock market. Right. It's the same kind of thing, but you do it without the overpriced middlemen or women.
1: Okay, yeah, I had my money in Fidelity so stock. Um,
3: what,
0: yep. Pardon. I would not pay any attention to those ads. They are, oh, yeah. they are bait. They are very attractive-sounding bait. And, and the right. fact of the matter is, if these were securities that they were pitching they wouldn't be able to say any of the stuff that they're selling. They wouldn't be able to sell any of the stuff they're selling with the pitches they're using because the SEC would not have allowed it. They would have called those pitches misleading, and the insurance industry fought very hard several years ago to keep these from being regulated as securities, even though they quack like securities and they swim like securities and they waddle like securities. They want to call them just pure insurance products, which is the the, the MO of the insurance industry. The insurance industry in this world has gone from just taking care of people and making a decent amount of money to being almost corrupt, in my opinion. So Uh, there you have it. All right. Thanks. Thanks for the call, Jim. I really appreciate it. Uh, Can you tell I have a high level of distaste for the insurance industry? It's because I believe they go out of their way. It's not that they are making a living. I'm good with that. They can make a great living. I'm good with that. But they go out of their way to complicate and obfuscate. They feel like it, and they're right, it's their duty to their shareholders to make you, the consumer, as confused and befuddled as possible so that they can sell you stuff you really don't need and so that their people can make tons of money.
2: Tom and Don are
0: talking real money. Tom and I believe in helping everybody become a better investor. That's why we offer lots of free knowledge at TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future.
2: Tom and Don are talking real money.
0: Retire Me 2020 is just around the corner. I know, the new year isn't far. Ah! Uh, And uh, because it's Retire Me 2020, we call it Your Future in Focus. Get it? So go check it out at retiremeet.com, retiremeet.com. Super duper early bird tickets are available right now. They won't be available long because the price will go up and we will sell it out. So check it out right now at retiremeet.com. That's retiremeet.com. We
2: hope you realize that the information provided Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?